0: Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast. This is episode 101. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Off Road. I'm gray. I believe I'm gray. Andy. Uh, was that a song that I don't know of? <laughs> I think it was. The blue song is yeah. what I was going off of. Uh, and Tony the Pony Cats. Yep, yep. Yep. We uh, just wrapped our 100th episode yesterday, yeah. the Century we, we partied
1: for a good 22 hours, now we're back in the studio. We
0: absolutely did, we rallied, we popped champagne, it was a whole thing. I, I highly recommend you go check out episode 100, uh, you'll enjoy it. It's the history of the Tony's Take and how long we've been around and insight to that kind of good stuff. But, this is our sports podcast, a uh, little bit of business first, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. Check out our entertainment podcast. You like share with one? a stranger. Share with a stranger, yeah. Then you guys will become friends. It's uh, it what makes it's what makes the, the world go round. Uh, but let's talk about some sports.
1: I'm psyched. Yeah, I think uh, I want to start with NBA because that's yeah, that's the the heat of the season. We're we're coming back from the All Star break. Uh, I do want to say, if you're a big baseball fan, we will actually talk about baseball today. Yes,
2: there was one of the right. two uh, players we kept talking about. One of them did land yeah. somewhere,
1: but for so now, talk about that. Talk about the NBA trade deadlines over, All Star break yeah. over. I think the the rosters are pretty much set. There's still a few, maybe uh, some buyouts that might happen, but uh, I think I think the teams we got that's that's what we're gonna see in uh, May and June. So I, I think I uh, kind of want to just do a little. Uh, Look at the standings right now he's like you, you got to do that every so often if you're not looking at it every day you need to take a look see where you know the teams are right now see like uh, who's gonna make who who we think is gonna make the playoffs and who's not so you want to start locally yeah go for it you go in the west all right so in the west do you we want to start from the bottom or do we want to start from the top go from the top, because
2: the bottom's still going to
1: be a scramble. Yeah. So at the, the top, top, you at least
2: know who's going to be making the playoffs by like yeah. the top like five or six.
1: Western Conference, the top, no surprise. Mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors, forty-one and sixteen. Nope. Yeah, they're going to win the title again. So just if you only care about who wins the title, you can just tune out. Come back next uh, October. Uh, second place, the Nuggets, a little bit of a surprise, but so, there was some buzz around them coming into the season. Yeah, they have a lot of good young players and. and
2: Isaiah Thomas, did he play yet, or is he... I, I don't think he played
1: yet, but he's due back. I thought he was... Or maybe, no, maybe he did. He did. I think he played not, that
2: last Wednesday, but I yeah, didn't might see have. how he
1: did. Yeah. I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, yeah, I remember last Wednesday. That yeah. was a rough one. And, uh, number three is the uh, Thunder, despite They're, They've a, been playing really well. Yeah, despite a not-that-exciting season from Westbrook. I would say the thing with the... And he's still averaging triple-double, which yeah. is funny. Uh,
2: but, yeah, but you, know, you say not that exciting, but then you look over to the other side of the court, and it's an MVP candidate, Paul George. He's one of the three main MVP candidates this year it's basically between
1: him Harden and Giannis yeah but he's, uh, he's really stepped up his game in his second year here with yeah that's Oklahoma what I was City gonna is. say even
2: though Westbrook hasn't done that great George has done is start is having his best season so far of his career and yeah. then also it's interesting because that team's not that deep but they're good
1: you got Westbrook I think, I you got think they George, played they play Adams. well enough together yeah yeah I mean,
2: they, they play. they do play really well together and then it's like yeah, Grant it's not that deep but then you do have a couple guys that can come off that bench and put the ball in the hoop like Patrick Patterson, I know, uh, Dennis Schroeder. It
1: was sometimes even, like, Ferguson will make a shot. Ferguson,
2: yeah. I mean, they, they – so the, basically that's one of those teams that it works. It's got two superstars on it and then guys that just make it work. So – and a, a really good center. Yeah. So, yeah, the the Thunder are going to be – they'll be actually fun to see what they can do in the West so they can I, maybe stir things up.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see them get upset in the first round. and I wouldn't see, be well, surprised –
2: come across like lakers yeah. or something
1: i wouldn't be surprised if they give golden state a, a good oh, yeah that's i so. stir things up um number four right now is portland just a consistently above average team you know they got two great backcourt guys and then a bunch of other guys they're and no one no one takes them seriously as a contender because they're not but they're fun to watch when they get hot and they play well at home number five houston after a really uh rough start Houston's uh, turned it around, even though they're still far from what they were last year. Harden is the favorite for the MVP right now. He's averaging over 36 points a game, just on an insane run right now. That, like, I don't. I, I think some people don't even recognize the greatness of it because they hate James Harden so much. They hate his style, and they uh, can't see how truly special he is, and you can't see. His whole face, because it's covered with a massive beard. Yeah. But I still like the guy, just not when he's playing my team. I'll say that. Yeah. Right now at number seven, Old Reliable, San Antonio Spurs. A new team. You know, they've got Davis Bertans and, you know, guys like that. But, uh, you know, they win games. Pop Pop gets these guys to win games. So they're still right there in the seventh place. Eighth place, my Clippers. Kind of, a, kind of a surprise. I mean, coming into the year, I think a lot of people thought this is a team that's just trying to rebuild right now. Uh, they got even, and, and they traded their best player like two weeks ago, and they're still there fighting for that eighth seed. So you know, looking at outside on the outside, looking into the playoffs, I'm just gonna name them all in succession: Kings, Lakers, T Wolves, Mavericks, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Suns. I would say Pelicans, Grizzlies, and Suns are are out of it. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is probably not going to play.
2: Yeah, they said that today that he's not going to play again this season or whatever. And then they were talking about how like the Pelicans are wanting to like kind of do a lawsuit against the NBA for him playing in the All Star game. Yeah, but uh, That's I don't. Stupid. Yeah, I don't see what's going to happen there. But they should just rest him out. They're not going to make the playoffs with or without him. Let him go the rest of the season. Let him get healthy. Don't risk him actually getting seriously hurt, so that way in the off season, you can trade him for some people. Yeah. You know, they got a new general manager now since they fired their last one uh, last week, and uh, we'll see what the Pelicans end up doing with him. But uh, I think for sure Davis is gone this summer. And Davis also even came out and said that he actually doesn't specifically care what team he plays for. He said he'll play for any team. He just wants to win. Hopefully that doesn't mean he goes to the Warriors, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams him. you can go to. Will he win more than he's won with the Pelicans? Yeah. Well, I think what
2: bug Davis a lot was when Kyle Cousins left, because yeah, I think was, Davis truly did think that they could have built something around him and Cousins and actually be been a good team. But because uh, they always talk about that, I've seen little quotes with both of them saying like, "Oh man, what if? if what if we would have just stayed?" But
1: I, I thought getting Randall was more than enough of a replacement. Especially with Cousins going to be missing half the season, but yeah, it still hasn't worked out. They're just they're not a playoff team. Um, so then, I think we're we're down to it. the Mavericks can still make a run. They're a little they're five games back of the Clippers right now, five games out of the eighth seed. Uh, Love Luca. Luca has been incredible. I don't think they're going to do it not this year. I don't know if they they don't have their pick this year, so they're not. There's not going to be like they're not going to tank. They're going to play hard every night. So there's still a chance. But well, I don't see it. T-Wolves have definitely been better What, what, what number are the T-Wolves right now? T-Wolves are 27 and 30. No, They're what four. number? What number? 11th. Okay. I think
2: uh, they have 27 wins? Yeah. How many wins does the eight seed have?
1: 32.
2: Okay. I think we put the line there. Yeah. Because we're going to count. How much wins do the Lakers have? 28. I'm going to keep the line there. Because LeBron James came out today and had a quote that said, I'm going into playoff mode early this year. Yeah. And said, like, he's going to – It'll be interesting to see what he starts doing because I think he's not going to keep fucking around. I'll tell you. I mean, I don't want to be rude, Andy, but what are the two teams in front of them? Sacramento and the Clippers.
1: Yes. And so, how many? Okay, so, so the Lakers Clip- are three back of the Clippers right now. Okay,
2: so the Clippers have thirty-one wins or thirty-two. Thirty-two. How many does like the seven and six have?
1: The Jazz and Spurs are one game ahead of the Clippers so at thirty-two like, and thirty-three wins. Okay, so so, so yeah, it, it's going to be it's very bunched up
2: those top ten. Timberwolves and below, nothing's gonna happen this year. So there's no reason to even talk yeah. about Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's certainly possible that the Spurs can drop out. They might be the oh, yeah. least talented of they, the and they might get teams. Like, fatigued. Actually, um, the thing though is I, I think Utah's turned it around. I actually I think, think
2: the, that Spurs team's not horrible though, despite what people think. Because you do have Aldridge and DeRozan, and they just have their like a lot of their three point shooters and they have the best coach in the league. Yeah. I honestly think if the Lakers were to make the play, I think it's gonna be that eight seed because I think the Kings and Clippers are the two that, will they keep it together? Because, I mean, you know this. The Clippers traded away some of their guys. But, I mean, they still have a good, solid yeah. team. I don't. I think eventually the Kings, I think, come end of March, the Kings will be out of it completely. I don't think they're going to stick around well, that's, much that's, longer.
1: That's pretty bold. I, I think they might have the most talent, and that's, you know, assuming LeBron isn't going to go crazy here because he's 34 now. But, um they they don't have a first round pick. The Kings' pick is going to Boston, so they're not they're not gonna try to tank. They're they're all in on the playoffs this year. And yeah. uh, I mean, I think I'd like to see it. The Clippers, it's fun to make the playoffs, but they'd get you know routed by the Warriors. They're an easy sweep probably, and then they would lose their pick too because they have their first round picks lottery protected. Well, but in the end, it doesn't matter. Western Conference Warriors are gonna win. I, I mean. Barring injury. And, again, I think I say it every time, that means two injuries. That means, like, Green and Durant or Thompson and Cousins. It's just – I don't see a scenario without two injuries to their top five guys. Yeah. So. In the East, it's uh, much more exciting. So, right now at number one, even number number one in the entire NBA, is Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee. And they're uh, shooting threes really well, I've heard. I think that's been one of their big Yeah, they got a lot things. of different guys out there. Brooke Lopez is, like, one of the oh, yeah. top three-point shooters. I saw he was, like, third in deep threes. So not just, you know, shooting threes, but he's hitting those 25-footers. Um, they've they've been a surprise. New coach, Coach uh, Buddenholzer, really, uh, you know, r- get r- helping them reach their potential. But then right behind them is the uh, Raptors. Who they, they made a big move getting uh Marc Gasol to go with Ibaka oh, yeah. and Kyle Lowry and, of course, Kawhi. That's a, a good veteran team. And I feel like a lot of strong defenders. Yeah. That yeah. They clearly are a team built to win in the playoffs, but they haven't done it together yet, so that's always a problem but in the east there was really no like long time team to worry about third surprisingly is the pacers and that's surprising because oladipo's missed a good chunk of the season and will miss the remainder of the season as well and he's clearly their best player but they're still getting it done with tough defense they've got a team one of those teams where it's just like there's nine guys and there's really not one all-star because the all-star is out so that they're, I think they're a good candidate for a first-round upset, though, at the three seed. I think it th- the next two teams are very interesting, Boston and Philadelphia. They're tied at thirty-seven and twenty-one. I think these were the top two teams heading into the season. They're both; they're probably the two most talented teams in the Eastern Conference, uh, especially the Sixers with that starting five. They should do better, and it. I mean, there's still time, but it's been. In the you know two weeks it's been since the Tobias Harris trade, they haven't looked amazing. They've had good stretches, but they haven't looked. They haven't been like, oh, that's a championship team right there. And they might be at the end. In the end, the mo- the best challenge to Golden State. I don't know. What do you think? You think they got the Sixers? Yeah. You think if they? Uh.
2: I mean, honestly, I. I kind of think any of those four teams, when they're playing at their best, can actually give the Warriors a series, if I'm being honest. I think Milwaukee's got, like, I don't see who on Golden State could even stop Antetokounmpo or whatever, but the only thing that I think about with that is I wonder if, you know, I don't know if the three-point shooting would be as good with Milwaukee with them, and I don't know if Milwaukee really has the bench to compete with, like, to do what they have to do against
1: Golden yeah, State. They I just would got say Miritich. That's the, a yeah, decent okay, piece. Okay, that's good. I
2: would say uh, Toronto, I don't think, could beat them either. I think Toronto's kind of fallen down a little bit. I don't, they don't impress me for whatever reason. Although, they did just get Gasol. but Unless I'm getting the Mark Gasol of like three, four years ago, but I don't know if I am. And the Celtics, if the Celtics were playing to their potential, I would say yes, but I just think there's problems there. Gordon Hayward's not yeah. fitting in. Kyrie Irving has kind of made it clear that he wants to leave again. So, I mean, I just don't. they They yell with each other. I mean, it just seems like that team's not in control. So I would say the Sixers, I mean, that is a well-rounded team. You've got the big in Embiid. You've got Simmons that can do it all. You've got your shooters with Reddick and you've got uh, a couple other guys I know that they have off the bench that can shoot the ball. And then Jimmy Butler's supposed to be your all-around guy, but they, it's a good team when they play at their best. It just depends how you bring. Because when you play Golden State, to beat Golden State, you really have to play your absolute best basketball every game that in the series that you go against them to have any chance. So... If any of those teams were to do that, I think they'd have at least, a, I mean, a decent shot. I don't think the Warriors would easily be able to, like, run over any of those teams the way they did to Cleveland last year. No, I don't think so. I don't think, think so. that
1: Cleveland team was good at all. That Cleveland team was very thin. Yeah.
2: And you know, LeBron at that point was tired, I think. I mean, I think yeah. they would made it clear how many minutes he had to have been playing. I think that was, like, a big thing last year with him. Because weren't they down 3-1 in a series to someone last year? Or 3-2 and they came back? Because I remember thinking Indiana,
1: I think they struggled.
2: Yeah, they they were losing hurting to someone last year. Yeah. I feel like if I remember correctly, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah we'll see. But
1: well, then after that in the East it gets rough. Brooklyn is the sixth seed at thirty and twenty nine, and that's a nice story. It's been a while since they made the playoffs. D'Antoni Russell yeah. made the All Star team. They they had Karis Levert had that ugly injury and he's already back from there. That's yeah, that's pretty wild. It's a it's a good story. I'd like to see them. They're they're not gonna do anything. Then it gets, it gets pretty bad. At number seven is the Hornets at 27 and 30. This is, this is how it is in the East, though. It's just I don't know why it just doesn't get better. The East used to be really
2: bad. But the only difference, is though, with this year is that the East, in my opinion, has a better top four than the West does. Yeah, yeah, they've got – And that's what they're basically saying with the East is like that, that – I mean, assuming the final four teams in the East are Milwaukee, Toronto, Philadelphia, and Boston in whichever order that ends up being in, that's going to be a good final four in the East.
1: Well, so right now the Pacers are still – I know Dame that, but they don't guys, have Victor but, Oladipo. Yeah.
2: They're not going to win a series against on the road versus, you know, either one of those four teams. You know.
1: Most likely, you know, Boston or like Toronto, I think. But you know. T- tied for eighth, Pistons and Heat at twenty-six and thirty. Yeah, they're not. Those are flawed, flawed teams. Yeah. The Magic, number ten.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't even. There's not even any problem
1: to even point, yeah. to even like go even beyond the ten seed. None of those teams are. Well, no, yeah, none of these teams have a chance, but. Just for, like, draft positioning. Yeah. The Wizards, 11 seed, despite being so terrible. How many games out are <laughs> they from the eight? The Wizards? Yeah. They are. They're only three. It's Because I remember Bradley Beal was talking, like,
2: they got to grind it down. But, I mean, yeah. no more. I mean, John Wall's out forever. What, what's the point? And then Otto what Porter. What is the point? If I'm them, honestly, like, I hate to say it, but John Wall, even though, I mean, are you allowed to just get rid of somebody when they're injured like that? Trade him? Because John I, they Wall. They wish they could. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. I think even when John Wall does come back, I think he's done. He's get with fat. the Wizards, because the guy has already admitted that he loves partying, and I don't know how much. Remember like, that
1: picture this summer?
2: Was it the summer? Yeah, it was the past summer. It was the USA team was playing, and his picture the next day was clearly him hungover. I mean, they were in Vegas, but he actually was open about it and even said like Hey, I like to party." He's like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that work their nine to five. They come home, they want to go out, they want to let they unwind and they party. He's like, I'm the same way. As long as it doesn't affect my game on the court, what does it matter? But I just think, like, so I wonder, because I know he got hurt. He said they fell downstairs or whatever. I mean, I don't know how much they looked into that, but I'd still like to know if there was any sort of alcohol or anything involved. Like, you know, was he coming home late, a little drunk? I mean, we've all been there before. It's not that difficult to fall downstairs. I imagine being a big-time player like that. He's probably got a pretty nice place he lives in, which is bigger, and I just feel like that's more room to just fall on something or not know where, like, a light is or anything like that. So I'd be curious to know, or maybe he did just fall. But, I mean, the guy, I don't know. I just think he's already kind of losing his explosiveness, and he's not getting any younger, and then coming back from an injury like this is going to be a little difficult. So uh, I just think it might be coming to an end for him in Washington. And,
1: honestly, it could even be coming to an end for him in general. I think they would hope so, like just retire, because I think he has a five-year extension that kicks in next year. That's, That's horrible. Yeah, then after that, i got the Hawks, Bulls, Cavs, and Knicks, with the Knicks being in last here. I think the Knicks have lost, like, what, 17 in a row or something? There's Whoa. Something insane. The Knicks are definitely going for uh, Zion. Uh, but right now, they're actually a half game up on Phoenix. Phoenix is 11-48. and 48. Phoenix to get back-to-back number ones. Um, but yeah, but when you're looking at the the bottom here, that's what you care about is who's going to get Zion Williamson, the likely number one pick. Although, let's hope yeah, he, he did fixed get, the he, shoe. It's yeah. his break. He did get hurt tonight.
0: Cut Nike yeah. out of their uh, contract over there. Shitty shoes.
1: So, yeah, I think that gives you a good picture of the the NBA at this point in the season. You know, there's some – there's still – the playoffs aren't set, but the teams that the, – the only, the only real big question mark with the teams there at the bottom are the Lakers, if they make it. They, they have to get out of that eight seed because they're not going to beat Golden State this year. But can they beat one of those other teams? Probably. They could beat Denver if they get to the seventh seed. So I think yeah. that's that's the big, like, thing that's that's not to be settled yet this season. Um, of course, the Lakers are looking towards future seasons, maybe get another free agent. Maybe, get, maybe Lonzo Ball will figure it out while he's hurt right now. He's going to come back with this amazing jump shot. Yeah. I mean, how are you guys feeling about the Lakers?
2: I think they can still get an 8 seed or even 7. I think, I think they were doing You know, for, they get the
1: 8 seed, they're going to get yeah. crushed. But if they 7, they can do something, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think any team with LeBron James has proven to be able to make stuff happen. And I think what will be interesting is if he does get them on this little run that he's talking about, that he is going to try to do or whatever. Because they were doing pretty well before he got hurt. And if he never got hurt, they'd probably be
1: sitting somewhere around six through eight or something. Yeah, there. we just said how close everything is.
2: Exactly. So if he does get them on a run, I just want to throw this out there. Let's say they do snag the seven seed. Beating a team like Denver, at least in the first round, is very, very doable. Yeah, I mean, I know that Denver team is good and going out and uh, whatever. Denver will be tough, but I would just like to at least see the Lakers get the playoffs, even if they get blown out by... I'd either rather the Lakers obviously... Actually, I don't know. I'd rather them at least get in there, get blown out by Golden State, at least get to see some LeBron versus... Golden State action again, and then have them get whoever they'll get in the offseason, hopefully, and then next year be there for real. Because yeah. th- that's what
0: it's about. It wasn't about this year for the Lakers. It's about the next couple years. I agree. Just get them to the eight seed. They'll lose to the Golden State. That's fine. Still counts. LeBron's making the playoffs. LeBron
1: will have to. We'll warn you in advance, wear a cup, LeBron. You're an eight seed. It's not worth it this year. Okay? That one year where you got Draymond suspended – it's totally a good move. But this time, it doesn't matter. Draymond could be. Yeah, he's your, gonna hit protect you. Protect your dick. balls. Just yeah. protect him, LeBron.
0: And then, yeah, like Tony said, I mean, next year just come back even better. This is a building yeah.
1: year. I mean, that's when the real season begins. Is July first, right? That's when the real NBA season begins. Magic Johnson camps overnight in a car somewhere outside someone's house. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, they, you know they have some tricks up their sleeve. Yeah, it's going down.
1: I mean, the Clippers are already, like, uh, they're sabotaging the Canadian government, so that Kawhi has to move. Yeah. And it's like, hey, just you live close here, and that's eh, it's fun, but it's really not.
0: They're building a bullet train from San Diego to the Staples Center for him.
1: Oh. I saw that. Steve Finley could have used that, too. Yeah. He used to take the regular train to Dodgers and Angels games from San Diego. It's a good story. Yeah. Ooh. Is that a, was that a transition? I was I just gonna
2: say, are we transitioning? <laughs> That's a perfect transition. I did not I think even is. think about that. I didn't either, but I mean, I feel like basketball. We're pretty much done. Andy. Steve
1: Finley was a baseball player. We've been
2: doing a hundred of these. You're good at it now. Yeah, I think that was a transition. I think Andy had that in his notes. We never get to see what he's even looking at on that phone. I think he's just playing Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at his phone Solitaire. all the time and going through his notes, but I mean, we never see him. But I, I'd like to think written in there was like, okay, Steve Finley transitions. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, we you might. Know, as well, how would Andy? I know he's gonna bring up a trade? No, you told me to mention the
1: trade. <laughs> we might as well, Andy. Let's do it. So you want to start with the, the the biggest news is that Manny Machado finally signed.
2: Manny Machado between Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. That's the big been the big buzz all MLB offseason is where are these guys gonna go? Yada yada yada. Manny Machado had a second uh meeting last week with the Padres, and then on Monday it was official. He was signed by the San Diego Padres for ten years, three hundred million. And I'll tell you what. I even told a group of my buddies that I was claiming the Padres as my favorite team. And that was about a couple weeks ago, and I stood by it the moment they got Machado. You bet your ass I went and ordered a old-school retro San Diego Padres hat that yeah. I will be repping. It's got the fryer on it, swinging a baseball bat. Or swinging a club, rather, I think. But I'll tell you what. it's uh, I'm excited for them. I mean, they haven't been good in a long time. I don't think they're going to just jump into the playoffs this year because I think they're still building. But that's a team that in like two, three, four years... If they, it could be yeah. fun to watch. Much, I think next year. Yeah, maybe even next year. You got Machado, and the cool thing about that is they have Eric Hosmer that I feel like a lot of people forget about. Well, he and had then, a
1: miserable season.
2: Exactly, but now that he's got he, Machado he's in every that lineup, year, he's good, yeah. now that he's got Machado in that lineup, whether he hits in front of him or behind him, it's going to make him a lot better. So I'm excited for that for him, and then I think the biggest thing with them is their pitching because they do have some good young hitters. They have. We were talking about this last night. They got Manuel Margot as a solid hitter, Jose Pierlo. And then you were saying, was it Fernando Tatis Junior?
1: Yeah, he's the number one prospect. Even, he hasn't so. even played yet, and yeah, he's the top yeah. prospect. He's going to haunt me because you remember Fernando Tatis Senior. Oh, he's the two old, grand slams, two grand slams in Against one the inning, Dodgers. in one
2: inning, same
1: yeah, inning, he had two grand slams. But uh, what's, that was that Padre about that? Team, you know who the number one prospect is?
2: Yeah, Guerrero Junior. Right? Yeah, it's funny oh, how. And I'm both, excited to watch him. <laughs> I'm excited to watch Vladimir Guerrero Junior. Because anybody that's, if you, if you can, somebody. When you're listening, do yourself a favor, go to like YouTube or something, type in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hitting the ball. Holy shit. That guy hits the shit out of the ball, and I can't wait to see him play in Toronto because Toronto is a very, very hitter-friendly park, yeah. and those balls fly out of that stadium in seconds, and he's going to be the one that he'll crank a few a few out pretty uh, easily, I think. So I'm excited for – uh. For both those guys, honestly, I'm I'm excited, honestly, for baseball to come back. I'm going to get to go to a couple spring training games, uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend. So I'm excited for that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see Machado there. I mean, I think the West, I mean, I know you're a big Dodger fan, but the West, outside of the Dodgers, the West isn't anything to, like, write home about. The Giants aren't anything special. The Diamondbacks gave away their best two players, really, their best hitter and their best
1: pitcher. And they lost their third best player, too which was which will be on this we'll get to it. Oh, oh, Andy. get to it. Andy, I'll always love the suspense. Even I'm in suspense here, people.
2: But uh I'm excited. I mean, the Rockies lost uh Hugh, but they gained Daniel Murphy, which yeah. I think will be big. I might actually, be better for
1: this year, but yeah, he's getting Murphy's older. Murphy's old, yeah. yeah.
2: he's getting older. Uh that Rockies team, I was remember looking at their roster recently, nothing impressive. So I I'm telling you, don't be surprised if the Padres are at least a wild card contender maybe. I mean, I know they've got Joey Lucchesi or something like that who's their pitcher who's pretty solid but i would like that team to get one more solid starter because if i'm not mistaken i think last year they actually had a decent bullpen i don't think it was a horrible bullpen i think they I mean, were at least somewhere are, in
1: the middle they're hard to predict yeah but i was they, saying that they What used year to have was brad it? hand what
2: year was yeah they got rid of him yeah. though what year was it that uh were the last time the padres almost made the playoffs and they had that horrible august when they had matt latos and I can't remember what summer that so, was.
1: Oh, that was like
2: 2012. Or yeah, so I think like 2011, 2012, or something. Yeah, yeah that's a bummer, but uh, those times will change. Padres fans—they don't have the Chargers anymore, which means hey, yeah. Padres—they got that go, nice. Stadium. Go support your local team. Go out there if you're in that area. I <laughs> mean, I was even saying I could see us taking the train down some Friday, early afternoon, getting out there for a game, and then you hit the gas lamp or something afterwards. It's a beautiful time to be alive, especially if you're yeah. a San Diego Padres fan.
1: Yeah, no, they have a deep pool of prospects, not just uh, the top guys. So they can make a move if they are surprisingly contending halfway through the season and go get like a, a top starter. There's also some, still some guys left in free agency. Um, do you want to start there? Who's left in free agency, or do you want st- to uh, yeah, kind of no, go tell, over tell some me, of the signings? Me. I don't really. So know obviously the big Bryce names. Harper is still alive. Yeah, that's the biggest name. Um, the number three free agent this year, Dallas Keuchel still out there. Ooh. Maybe then, he goes to
2: the Padres. I'd love him to go to the Padres.
1: Yeah. Craig Kimbrell, former Padre, still available. I uh, got Marwin Gonzalez, World Series champion with the uh, Astros. And then Gio Gonzalez, no relation. A, uh, a veteran pitcher who uh, looked pretty decent with the Brewers at the end of this year. So there, there are some guys can help you win, especially Bryce Harper <laughs> that are still out there. Uh, I think Bryce Harper will be signed by next podcast. That's yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. And I think my bold it's most prediction. likely
2: going to be, and I'm going to go bold, too, and say it's it's going to be the Phillies, I think. Yeah. That's where it seems like a lot of people are talking about. And I'll tell you what, if, what if he does go to the Phillies, then what?
1: No, nah, never mind. I don't want to get too crazy.
2: I was going to say, because I think the Phillies, didn't you say, they have a lot of room to, they had a lot of money to be able to sign one of those two guys. Yeah. So has they, they They're
1: still alive for Kimbrel, I think. They can, they can do something like that, too. I'd like Kimbrel to go to the Padres, also. Yeah. I don't know if he liked being on the Padres Kimbrel yeah was he on the Padres for one year yeah I don't even remember that I remember him yeah. being on the Braves the Braves traded him Fuck, to the he Padres was on the Padres because huh? it made no sense to the Padres because weren't good like why are you yeah. getting a top closer it w- but, yeah it doesn't make sense but,
2: well actually the biggest the best closer that I thought the Padres had in recent time was Heath Bell yeah that was fun that was
1: fun His a little bigger guy the best
2: thing though ever anybody um, you know you people I know we keep talking about the Padres right
1: now but you know yeah, someone needs all, aren't, to aren't we all Padres in one way but, we our uh, podcast after their best player of all time. Yeah. I mean, we not, did. not really, but. Also, though, I'd like to say that uh,
2: the best intro ever to someone coming into a game was back when Trevor Hoffman would come in to save a game for the San Diego Padres, and they would play the beginning of Hell's Bells, and so it would just be like a bell. It would be like, and the crowd would go wild because they knew, uh-oh, that means Trevor's coming in. And he was a shutdown closer. He was the number one closer of all time, at one point until Mariano Rivera passed him in saves, but Trevor Hoffman, yeah. top three closer arguably ever, top yeah. five for sure, hundred percent top ten, but top five.
1: And he played there forever, which is always yeah. That's fun. actually pretty rare,
2: yeah. Especially in, although the same thing though with the guy who's now the best closer ever, Rivera. Yeah, well, that's he different. The New Yankees
1: York. and he won okay, multiple well, titles. That's true though. He would never really was on any winning teams. Yeah. Um. So, it's been a long offseason. season. You probably, if you paid, even if you paid attention, you probably forgot where some of the uh, other names went. So I kind of want to do a little bit of a recap, but I'm not gonna do it all at once because it can get a little boring if I just read you, you know, 40 names of players. So uh, maybe do this over like the next three weeks. Just go over some, yeah, just, some guys. let's just
2: do like the important ones. We're definitely not gonna oh. na- we're not gonna bore people with 40 people. Oh, I got some.
1: Everyone's important to me. Okay, this well, Andrew, you're baseball. gonna have to
2: find out which ones are important to everybody. <laughs>
1: Oh, we'll find out over the weeks. Okay. Write us. Tell us. All right. Um. So, so. starting off, we got Charlie Morton went to the Rays. He had a really good year, um. This last year, fifteen and three. The Rays were a quite three, a good team last year, year, year too. Yeah.
2: They outdid some expectations.
1: Yeah. So they're they got a uh a frontline starter at least based on how he pitched last year. Uh, Matt Harvey going to the Angels one year eleven million dollar deal. So Matt Harvey made the All-Star team in 2013 and has been kind of not the same since a lot of different problems, injuries, ineffectiveness, but the Angels are taking a are taking a chance on him. I know uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you have an opinion on it. I don't think the Angels are going to just even if he has a phenomenal year, they're not going to do anything.
2: Um, yeah, no, I don't think the Angels are uh a playoff
1: team by any means. Yeah. Uh, another big deal: a trade this offseason. The Dodgers traded Yasiel Puig along with Matt Kemp and Alex Ooh, Wood I in a about that. to the Reds, right? Yeah, to the Reds, and kind of just like a salary who dump. Did they
2: get in return?
1: They got. They took on the contract of Homer Bailey, who they oh, immediately cut. Homer Simpson Bailey. <laughs> but uh, they got some prospects from the Reds, so it's basically they I traded forgot. for prospects. I
2: forgot Puig's gone. Poor, poor Matt Kemp. He actually we had got off to a good start yeah. this season. Now he just goes back to the Reds. The Reds actually have a decent lineup, though, with Votto and Jeanette and uh, what's-his-face? Who's their I mean, cleanup hit hitter? They always hit in that ballpark. Who was their cleanup hitter? Like, the um, other good hitter. Yeah, the guy that like, led the league in doubles. I know, can't
1: remember his name. Fuck. He was a Hispanic guy. Oh my gosh. Third baseman, right? It's going to bug me. If, we, uh, if one of us yeah. remembers, we'll just blurt it out. I mean, they're they're kind of an irrelevant team, though. That's that's the sad truth, despite having a pretty good lineup. Um, another uh, A move we already talked about, Daniel Murphy went to the Rockies um daniel murphy finished second in the mvp voting two years ago you remember that he had a great year with the nationals his first year with the nationals um joe kelly went to the dodgers three years 25 million um local guy he throws really hard he once hurt hanley ramirez in a playoff game against the dodgers so i always hated him but now he's on my team so i have to love him He wears those glasses Uh, another relief pitcher andrew miller a former like one of maybe the guy considered the best relief pitcher in the game at some one point. Um, he's going to the Cardinals. Two years twenty five million. Cardinals are really trying to uh, build something. They got Goldschmidt. That was a what a probably the earliest move of the offseason. I don't know. The Dimebacks just immediately waved the white flag and they traded their best player. And uh remember I had that little uh teaser which said the Dimebacks so they traded their best hitter, best pitcher, Patrick Corbin. Signs with the Nationals. Six years, $140 million. Huge deal for a guy who's only had a couple good years, but he was really good last year. So, right time to have a good year. Right oh. before your agent. Then the other Diamondbacks loss was A.J. Pollock. Going to the Dodgers. Five years, Ooh. $60 million.
2: It's not bad for the Dodgers.
1: He won a gold glove in 2015. He's, he's just a good, solid guy. Good defensive center fielder. You know, he steals bases. Hits around two eighty,
2: Never gives a back either.
1: Yeah, he... He gets hurt a lot, though. That's been his problem the last few years.
2: I feel like any – honestly, correct me if I'm wrong here. I just feel like any center fielder for the Diamondbacks gets hurt. I feel like that's a curse out there. And honestly, hear me out on this. A lot of center fielders get hurt. Okay, but especially with Arizona, hear me out on this. There's a lot of center field in that ballpark. Yeah. Well, So you almost uh... wonder it's a lot more room for error to, like, be running into something, those corners. You dive for something. You run into the wall. You twist yourself, being able to, like, make more of a run than like more people most people would have been able to do so I just feel like because it seems like I remember he would get hurt when Adam Eaton was the center fielder there he would get hurt
1: and so it's I'm... like a Kiermaier in uh, Tampa Bay always oh, gets yeah. hurt that's a interesting park too and then okay I'm going to give you one more signing before we'll have to get into the rest okay. at, a, at a later show that sounds good give it to me Michael Brantley Former Indian, three-time All-Star, signing with Houston, two-year, thirty-two million. That's that's it. interesting because Houston likes having those random people. Did Houston lose anyone this year? So they're going to lose Marwin Gonzalez. Ooh, where's he going to go? We he's think. he's still available. Ooh, so. I'd like him to go to the Padres. <laughs> so he'll he'll just slot in, and that's it's a good good replacement right there. Brantley's probably a better overall player, but yeah, he's had. I think it's best for injurious. Brantley to not even
2: get to play like a full season right now. Yeah, I think he needs to like. Beyond that. And the good thing is in the American League you get the DH too.
1: Yeah. That Houston team, how they finish last year? They lost to who? They lost to Boston in the ALCS. Oh yeah, didn't we all lose to Boston yeah. last year? Yeah, I uh, thought they were I thought they would beat Boston. I thought I they were
2: going to That's the scary thing about Houston though. They'll be probably right back there, but I mean Verlander's not getting yeah. any younger. Verlander's not a rookie. You know, Garrett Cole though, he's still pretty young. I think Garrett Cole's like all right. So Garrett Cole's like 28, 29? Yeah. I think he's 28 still. I don't think he's 29 yet.
1: But yeah! Wow, it's still a great lineup, Correa. Oh, yeah. um,
2: and uh, this is what I was um, saying about that Houston team last year. Those guys didn't have nearly the numbers they had the year before. Like Springer, Correa, there was yeah, injuries. Springer, and Correa weren't as good. They just didn't hit but as well. Bregman
1: yeah, oh, became Bregman. great. So. Exactly, Bregman made up for all of it. But now you have another good hitter with Brantley. So yeah, they they got to be up there. I did see today the Yankees are the favorite, which despite Boston winning 108 games and winning the World Series, the Yankees are the favorite heading into this season, which I uh, can't say it is too much of a problem. I don't have too much of a problem with it.
2: Yeah. No, they, they are good. I actually was looking – I remember I was looking at their lineup or their roster not too long ago, and it is a uh, it's a scary roster. Yeah. It's definitely really good, so,
1: yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, so in the future we'll give you a – some some more of the big signings. And then probably, you know, before April, we'll kind of give you some oh, yeah. of our picks. Yeah, we'll
2: get, we'll get to more predictions of who we think will win each division, the wild card, and then also just in general our predictions to who's going to be in the World Series and who's going to win it, and then we'll see how close
1: we get. And then uh, one last baseball thing. Okay. You should go read. There's an article, I believe it's on SI.com about Trevor Bauer, who's just the weirdest guy in the world. We just talked about Garrett Cole. They were actually uh, – Yeah, uh, UCLA. College teammates. And you think, oh, maybe they're buddies. They played each other in the playoffs this year in the opening round. Um, Cleveland and Houston, they're both, they're both really good pitchers. Yeah. Um, in the story, they said that Garrett Cole just screamed at Trevor Bauer for being weird like the first <laughs> week they were there. And they never talked again. <laughs> Their entire college. I could see that.
2: Garrett Cole, I from what I've heard, because he was a local guy. He went to high school, literally from where our studio is, about 0. .4 miles. Yeah. Half less than half a mile away, or about yeah. we'll just call it half a mile away from where we record. So he's a very local guy. We have a lot of good friends that knew him personally, and were friends of him and whatnot. And I've just heard he is a very not so. Uh, we actually side note him and I go to the same chiropractor, but. He is not a very friendly person from what I've been told. And I think the moment he got – and, I mean, then you add money and fame, if you will, you know, fame to the baseball world to that. It's even more of it like a way to be an asshole and stuff. And I remember my buddy had a story of he was in Newport or something at the bars. And Garrett Cole happened to be there because, you know, from this area. And I think this was early on in his career, like when he was on the Pirates, but like maybe his first or second year with the Pirates. And my buddy went into the bathroom – And saw him and just kind of said Didn't say anything directly to him but was kind of drunk And was just kind of like oh is there Any professional baseball players in here Like something like that along those lines And I guess he like went up to him and was just like Yo man why would you say that why would you say That blah blah blah, and got like all pissed Off at him or something I mean It's our buddy uh good friend Matt who was on A a rogue podcast in here one time (laughs) That never aired but (laughs) That'll also be on the box set (laughs) Yeah that'll have to be on the DVD But uh Anyway, I just know he's not. It doesn't surprise me that he did uh, say something like that. But also, I mean, there are some people out there that are really weird. Andy, I think you kind of live with a weird roommate.
1: Yeah, but so I mean, i you would never re- yell. Read this thing about Trevor person. Bauer. He is, and he's had he's had a weird offseason, getting in fights with teenage girls on the internet and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I say read this for an interesting look at. I think baseball has the most weirdos, honestly, because. He could be so specialized, especially a pitcher who only throws every five days. Remember, yeah. this is the guy who got hurt yeah, in the playoffs fixing his drone.
2: Yeah, there's more room for error when you don't. It's basically like you go to work once a week. I yeah. mean, yeah, you're at the games, but you're not playing. You know, you're not going to even be called on to play unless there's like a rare chance there's like a 19-inning game. And even then, you're probably hardly going to be called in on those. So
1: yeah,
2: I mean, that's what happened with Jose Fernandez. You know, when he went on that boat trip, it's because, you know, they didn't have – he wasn't pitching the next day. Like, sure, they had a game, but he wasn't pitching. He can be in there hungover, and they were yeah. went on this boat doing drinking, a bunch of drinking, a bunch of cocaine, and next thing you know,
1: him and a few buddies dead because they crashed into, like, a buoy late at night or whatever it was. So should we worry about Anthony Davis? Because he's like, oh, my shoulder hurts. I can never play again for this year. Warn him off any boats. <laughs> yeah, that guy seems too big to go on a speedboat
2: anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think is that a – a our gist of our sports for today
1: yeah i don't have any other i'm sure there's something sports is a
2: little slow right now i mean football's gone which is the bulk of it hockey we don't really talk too much about but also there's nothing really to talk about and for us we talked a little bit about it last week with some local ducks news but uh we'll get into some hockey stuff once playoffs come around and yeah that was uh our big basketball news uh the only other little side note we can say and i mean just stay updated on it is zion williamson Did leave the Duke game tonight with an injury, and it really affected the team because they were at home versus North Carolina, and they are losing 84-67 with two minutes left. Wow. They are going to lose that game for the second time this year at home.
1: The Cameron crazy is just not able to do it for them. And they still have to play North Carolina at North Carolina one more time this year. So that'll be an interesting game because that could be basically for the conference title, like regular season conference title. So, Hopefully he's uh, he's not seriously injured. They were worried it was his knee.
2: Yeah, and the, the scary thing about his injury, like I don't think it was anything too serious. It looked like he was fine. It looked like they were just kind of doing a precautious thing because he had got hurt 30 seconds into the game, but the thing is, too, is what's scary about it was it was a non-contact injury. I mean, if you can look at the video, he literally blew his yeah, foot through a, his yeah, shoe. It's insane. It's but the I crazy like... thing was is that the shoe that blew through, it wasn't even that leg that hurt. It was the right knee that hurt. So he just – just some weird stretch thing. A lot went on in that play, and it would be a bummer if someone as good and talented as him did end up having, like, a significant knee injury. But I'm going to guess at most it's just a sprain, and yeah, they were doing some precaution, and – He'll be back in their next game, and Duke will probably get their revenge when they do play North Carolina at
0: Chapel Hill. So, Boom. All right, well, that was a a solid sports, uh, short but sweet. And we do have an action-packed entertainment pod, so make sure you do head over and check that one out next. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, too. I can't say it enough. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Tony the Pony Cats. Yes. And the Off-Road Andy. Goodbye. See you later.